You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Across the UK, online and radio. Talk radio. Across the UK, late night with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. And here, here is the news. Uh, my name is Amelia Dix. Uh, we're all we're all got coronavirus, and we're all dying. Uh, but Boris Johnson's having a, a new baby with another lady, not the one that lives with him in number 10. It's a new lady. It's one that he met on a bus and impregnated on a bus with his powerful seed. That's the news. What happened there, Alex? Did, did you lose the news? There was no news. There was no news. Yeah, no, news they been? just basically said no. It's all coronavirus and everyone's bored of that. Okay, well, that's, so. well, that's not such good news then. I thought maybe we'd, we'd cured it, but we haven't cured it. Uh, Indiana Jones wouldn't stand for that. Indiana Jones. They're boring films, though. I don't like films... I don't like... I don't really like olden days. Oh, I liked the Indi Indiana Jones films when I was a No. Kid. He's making another one, isn't he? Oh, he's too old now. Yeah, I, um, yeah, he's making another one. Um, I, I can't be bothered, really. Oh, yes. You don't have to. I don't think they're compulsory yet. Oh, three. I feel a bit, bit weird that we've now got this extra three minutes. I don't get paid extra for that. I don't get paid for this three minutes. This is a uh, three-minute freebie. Gerald sent me. <laughs> I can't. I, I'm not. I'm legally not allowed to comment on that picture. I've just been sent on my Twitter feed because I will lose my job. But, but thank you, Gerald. All of your irritating. Oh, mama. All of your irritating phone calls have suddenly uh, been worthwhile for that. <laughs> thank you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to someone. Well, we learned a lot about them last night um, on our new feature, Baron Wasteland, or Baron Greenback, <laughs> or I don't know. It's Gatford! Hey! It's so weird that I just spoke to Dylan. It's bizarre. Oh, because you've got um, a 250-yard exclusion zone on you, haven't you? Yeah, there is that. Uh, but I was just thinking, I remember when Dylan was born. Oh, uh, yeah, we would have talked about it on air. Are you the doctor that yeah. delivered him? No, we would have talked yeah. about it on air. Dylan? How's Dylan? The woman, what, was Dylan? what was her name? What was her name? Jean. Jean's Jean's Dylan. Dylan. It's funny, isn't it? And it's then funny. you're and then your genius way of getting rid of him. I go, thanks for your call, Gene. There we go. That's the great technique. We're going to get Dylan in the studio in a bit. I want to get the um, uh, the young person's perspective. He's even got a catchphrase. All good. All good. 
All good. All good. How are you feeling? Easy, so, easy, thanks easy. for your call last night, Gatford. It was, um... Oh, it's okay. It was, how do you feel after? For those who missed it, it was great. Sarah Barron, who's brilliant and we love, March the 9th to the 21st at the Soho Theatre. Um, and we kind of gave her free reign with you for 10 minutes. And it was remarkable. I, I had no idea it was going to go in that direction when I started. And there was a little bit of me this morning that woke up and went, yeah, but of the overshare. But actually, I don't mind. It was all right. And she was very good at probing in the nicest possible way. She's good. And here's, here's the thing I am learning. For me personally, I find having all of my dirty out there not saying that yours were dirty secrets at all. I don't no, mean, no, no, I don't I mean that. But no, no, no. all of my kind of um, things that I find shameful or, 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 or that I carry, having it out there is so freeing, right, for me personally. And it reduces, it, it takes away a lot of my shame. I said this before. I'm so inspired, even though he's an idiot and a dick and rude to me, by Limmy's autobiography, right, because he wrote about such intimate, stuff in a almost as if he was shrugging his shoulders about it and i found that so inspiring and so what i'm trying to say in a very roundabout way is i really appreciated that you shared that stuff last night and i hope that you feel some some benefit some you know some positive out of doing it i know everybody enjoyed it it took me somewhere i wasn't expecting to go and as you say there's something quite freeing about that yeah but i i didn't plan to say any of that and it just came out, so therefore it was honest. Yeah. And, yeah, it was weird. Weird, but good. God, I'd, I, she better do a podcast. I want to listen to that. Oh, man, She's yeah. She's great. I want to I go on with that. Um, I read up because you were talking about work experience. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. So we've got, we got Dylan here doing his work experience, and um, I just wondered what people's work experience uh, things were. Mine, mine was... Mm-hmm. I got a week at Windsor Theatre, and I watched them rehearsing and prepping a, sh- a play about a magician who commits a murder. The play's title, Abracadaver. Oh. They're terrible. And when I saw it, it was set in the 70s, and then I heard that it went on tour, and they set it in, like, the 1920s. Um, but what was, what was, and I was there for a week, and I didn't really have to do anything. I just sat in the stalls and watched them rehearse, painted a little bit of the set, you know. Mm. Um, and, um, but at one point, I, I was, I, I read the program, and I saw a name on it, and I worked out who that person was out of these group of people that were there. And I went up to this gentleman, this older gentleman, I said, I'm really sorry, I'm really sorry. Are you Ali Bongo? And he kind of turned to me and he went, he went, you know, he just sat there in his normal clothes. He went, yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm 15-year-old me melted. I went, oh, my God, I'm such a big fat. Now, Ali Bongo will mean nothing to most of you, right? He's one of the greatest magicians, and he used to, it, it, it would be considered cultural appropriation now, but he'd sit there in like a sort of Arabian Nights sort of hat, pointy round hat and a big colour, mm-hmm. and he would do tricks. And he designed and devised a lot of the tricks for Paul Daniels. If you watch an old Paul Daniels, it will say at the, at the end, you know, writer or program associate Ali Bongo. And so I was getting to meet, and my work experience, I was getting to watch Ali Bongo help direct this play and come up with magic tricks. It was incredible. And I wish I'd had the courage 
to say, look, I know you're really busy, but like after the, to, to work today, if you could, could I like buy your coffee or could, could you know, could I just sit with you for 10 minutes and have a chat? Of course I didn't. Of course I didn't. Um, and I'm sure you would have been very amenable to it. But yeah, so work experience stories, please. 0344 499 Yes, Gatford. Point is that at our school we were told we could have two weeks, one week we could sort out and one week the school sorted out. Okay. So, of course, on my one, I did week, week's worth experience at Computer and Video Games magazine. Oh, the old C&VG, wow. C&VG with uh, old Julian Rignall, uh, for Jeez. those in the know. Uh, but, uh, so, yeah, a week playing Kickoff 2 and um, all the new releases and Turrican and things like that. That was great. And went home with an absolute bundle full of games that they just gave me at the end of the week. It was fantastic. But the second week, organised by the school, was working in a bailiff's uh, admin office. And I lasted a day because at lunchtime, in fact, I lasted a lunchtime, till lunchtime, the morning was just making coffee, filing, boring. And then at lunchtime, the manager came into like this sort of pool, office pool, and said, we've just had the normal phone call. Uh, someone very upset that we've taken all their stuff. If he turns up, normal procedure, don't open the door, call the police. I just thought, 16, who needs that? And this was their normal procedure. Wow. It's like, I'm alerting you to the fact that this might happen. It's, oh, if he turns up, same as always, don't open the door, call the police. Flipping heck, man. By the and way, if you've, ever, if you've ever walked out of a job and not gone back, 03444991000. In fact, anything you've walked out of, we'll take calls on that. That's always a good, a good thing. I went to my nan's and never went back. She lived around the corner. Gafford's a pussy, we're learning here. No, I'm joking. Um, yeah, there's no... I was thinking the other day, I'm, I'm trying to grow as a person, right? I'm trying to become a, a better and a kinder and a nicer person. And I used to really enjoy, and I'm kind of ashamed to say this, I used to really enjoy programmes, what they call poverty porn. Can't oh, pay yeah. or take it away was free. the one. Can't pay or take it away. A show about bailiffs going around to people whose lives... Some of them are a-holes, but some of them, they're good people who's lie, you know, they're just a little bit behind or they're caught out. And they're humiliated by, A, having the bailiffs turn up, and B, filmed for Channel 5. And I used to love that show. I used to love it. And then about three, two or three years ago, I started feeling guilty watching it, and, but I still watched it. And now, when I skip through the channels on the TV and I see it, I shudder. I shudder to think that I used to watch people having their lives destroyed for entertainment. But knowing what you know from your streams on a Sunday night, all those people are going to sign release forms. Does that not change your opinion? No, because two things. One, I'm not sure they, they would have had to sign release forms on that because... Oh. It could be argued that it's in the public interest. It could be argued that they are criminals and that this is in the public interest, right? So I'm not sure, and you'd have to speak to a, to a TV lawyer to find out. I don't think they would have had to sign release forms. Two, I know if they did sign release forms, I know how charming. If you're a 50-year-old guy and you've just had someone come in and you've had to stump up three and a half grand, then a very beautiful 
18, 19, 20-year-old young researcher says, well, that was great, and, and they start flirting you with you, or vice versa, you know, it's a beautiful young, start, I know how charming those beautiful young people can be when they're flirting with you saying, well, of course, we'll show it this way, and we, we, we probably won't show, it can be really easy to trick someone into signing Also, you form. want the whole thing to be over, yeah. whatever, just get out, just get out, I'll sign yeah, it. You sign it just this to is move your on. chance to show your side of the story, all of that Well, rubbish. you're mortified as well, you just want it to be finished. I don't think they would have had to sign a release form for that. I do know that they repeat it on like all these Channel 5 channels and one family sued because it had been on like 30 times and one family sued and said it was like harassment or it was it was something uh, and that was upheld. So now if you, quite often if you watch one of the many repeats on like 5 Star or one of their other channels, nearly all of the faces will be pixelated out because they, they kind of, the, the, the judge ruled, yeah, showing it once is fine, showing it as a, this is what makes me think they didn't sign release, showing it once is fine, showing it as a repeat is fine, but after like one or two or three showings, it's exploitative and you can't do that. The whole thing's exploitative. Well, and it's no longer contemporaneous, so, yeah. you know, five years down the line when you put your life back together, you don't particularly want that being flashed upon the telly, do you? Yeah. But I used to love that programme. I probably used to series link it on the sky and and I shudder. And this is, you know, this that life is a marathon, not a sprint. Uh, we're evolving and... Um, and there's still a part of me that would still like to watch that programme, but I know that it's not good for me and it's not good for the planet that that programme exists, but so I won't watch it. Culturally, we're shifting, aren't we? Because I remember being a student and it was all Ricky Lake and uh, Jerry Springer and we just couldn't believe our eyes that these people were bearing their souls well, on TV. And One of my, as, as we're going for it, Gatford, as a tribute to your call yesterday, one of my most shameful experiences... My wife and I went, well, my ex-wife now, but we, we were married. Oh, I this. Yeah, we went to New York and we got tickets. I tried to get tickets for loads of shows and the only one we got tickets for was the Maury Povich oh, show. Yeah. I saw one of his when I was in America yeah. and I'm not joking, this was the title and this is very offensive, right, but this is what flashed yeah. up on the screen. Midgets, midgets, midgets. It was just, let's all laugh at people who were different. This one was about... That's on, like, mainstream telly. I know. Yeah. It's yeah. a big show. It's a big show. For those who don't know, yeah. big old show. Jeremy Kyle-style big show. And this one was about parents and their ill-behaved children. Children. So they would bring out a parent, and then they would bring out their 14, 15-year-old kid who would quite often come out going, you piece of trash, I goddamn hate you. And it ended with all of the kids <laughs> being taken away... Boot camp, is it? ...by police and put in prison. Oh. Right, and these were like kids, these were 14. Some of them, I think, had smoked crack, stolen from their parents got into fights, been in trouble with the police, knives, guns, drugs. And I'm there, I remember exactly what I was wearing, I put a really nice brown jacket with the audience booing these kids. I'm booing these kids. I'm booing these kids. I'm booing these kids so much, right? Because I'm, I'm seeing it as pantomime, shouting, respect your mama. Oh my God. So much that one of the security people at Maury Povich asked me to calm down. Wow. I was being too loud. I'm ashamed of this. I've mentioned this a couple of times. And and I bought into the circus freak show 
element of it when of course I should have stood up and gone, these are kids. These are kids. And, and I say this, and I am ashamed of this, but, but it happened. And I've seen the episode, and you can see me. You can see me. And I've had people um, get in touch a couple of times at different points, obviously repeated, going, were you in the audience of Maury Povich? And the, the reason I say it is because people can change. People can change. And I look back on that with horror and with shame, and, and, and people can change. And that is not me. It wasn't really me then. I don't quite know what was going on. I was caught up with being in New York. I was showing off to her. I think she was my girlfriend then. I, whatever. But... Um, Plus, to us, it was extraordinary sort of yeah. different kind of television, wasn't it? We yeah. couldn't believe what we were seeing. But also, what was interesting is these parents had gone on there because they wanted Maury Povich to, straighten their to kids help up. them. Yeah. And what happened, right, is he would sit there and he would get their stories. And as soon as the director went, as soon as he went, okay, we'll be back after this break, right, the parent would go to talk to him. He'd get up and he'd just walk off. Walk off. And you wouldn't see him for three or four minutes. Then he'd come back, sit back down. Welcome back to Maury Povich. Wouldn't have any interaction with them during the break. And, Gosh, uh, he wasn't nice Uncle Maury. No, no, he was an a-hole. <gasps> he was a b-hole. Uh, he wasn't a c-hole, though. And, um, yeah, yeah, so I did that. I did that. That's very, very enlightening. Thank you, Gafford. Uh, appreciate your call. 0344-499-1000. On the other scale, uh, the other end of the scale, we have got... Y y you remember... It's a different scale, actually. You remember conspiracy theorists, mm. like late 90s, early 2000s, a bit quiet on the phones. Okay, well, we'll, we'll do a phone in on conspiracy. Give us your conspiracy theories. And people would phone up and talk about how they were receiving alien signals through their brains. Mm. And um, we would all snigger at them. And, and Princess Diana was murdered by the um, the Jewish secret service. You know, we'd all snigger because she was going out with the Muslim. And we'd all snigger at them. And every, the host would be sniggering and the, the, the people listening would be sniggering. We don't have the snigger anymore. People aren't sniggering. So I'm going to snigger. I'm going to snigger. A conspiracy, some conspiracy theories, okay? Because someone has to, otherwise they get taken seriously. This is a, a tweet from someone called Jamie. It's to another show on the station. I won't say which other show. They're By the way, if you noticed, it's almost always written down. Very, very seldom do they actually yeah. call. They're, I think they're talking about coronavirus, although they call it call it coronaviral. <clears throat> coronaviral carefully crafted and designed in a laboratory by the communist Chinese government in coalition with the global left wing, the UK Labour Party and the mainstream media to try and bring down the straight talking right wing in Europe. Drain the swamp. Gosh. I'm laughing at you, Jamie, because that is the dumbest. Oh, you would say that. You're the mainstream media. So is the host you sent it to. She works for Murdoch as well. We all work for we all work for Rupert Murdoch. And thank you, Mr. Murdoch, for paying my mortgage and feeding my kids. I'm not in any way saying that as a criticism of him. But you don't get much more MSM. It's actually MM because mainstream is one word than him and we all work for him in this building <coughs> and you are so thick the coronavirus 
is made by the Chinese government and the UK Labour Party and the media to silence the right wing? This is the kind of stuff that people would phone up at on a, a phone-in show at ten past midnight on a Saturday night and everyone would go, <laughs> That's a great point, carry on. <laughs> but now... There are thousands of people like this who believe this. Do you know the scariest part of this? He's got that from someone else. 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344. Jamie, I think Jamie's actually listening because he keeps tweeting now. Um, give us a call, Jamie. You'll get a fair crack of the whip. Absolutely promise you. 0344 499 1000. Um, because he's just a, he's, done, he's done quick quest, mate. Who are you? But he's done mate as in M and the letter, the number. What would it be? Eight. Oh, he's done a nine. M and nine. You're joking. You're joking. He spelt mate wrong. <laughs> he's done M9. Well, he's a very busy man. Quick quest, M9. Jamie, give us a call, man. Let's have a, let's have a chat. We'll have a laugh. Let's go to Ricky, first of all. Good evening, Ricky. Hello, Yen. Hello, Ricky. How's it going? Do you want to fight? A fight? Punch up. 
No, no, I'm all right, mate. I'm, I'm not into that. All right, how about um, kick fight? No, no fists, just legs. Oh, I, I, I could probably, I could, uh, I could give you a good hammer if I wanted. Oh, Ricky, Ricky just challenged me to a fight. You heard that? That, that went from zero to hammering. All right, let's do it. Let's let's have a kick fight. Boxing match with charity. Whoa! No, no, no! You said no fists. No, we can use gloves. What's wrong with that? Yeah, no, use, use. First of all. Right. Why has everything got to be for charity? Screw charity. Charity. Do you know how much charity gets every year, Ricky? How much? A lot, right? A lot. So screw charity. Why can't people just do things for the pleasure of being idiots? Well, you know, charity is good. You know, it helps save money. Charity is... Charity Some charities aren't good. Some charities are bad. Some charities are funded in terror. Yeah, the terror charities. They're bad. Yeah. Generally. Excuse me, mate. Could you spare? Could you spare any change for terrorists? Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think I've got any. Uh, here, have this fiver. Hello, we're, just, we're collecting for terrorists. I just wondered if we could um, possibly get your bank details. Yeah, sure, not a problem at all. As long as no, I get a sticker. You're a bad man. Oh, you're, a bad man again. you're a bad man. I'm a bad man. Ricky, get to the point. I swear to God, I'm going to kill I, I you. Thought, um, you know, you, you said you wanted um, was it random pleasures, is it? Simple yeah, sure, small pleasures. pleasures. Yeah, go on. So, you know, Doctor Who. No, what's this? Um, Doctor Who? You never heard of Doctor Who? No, what's this? What? You never heard of Doctor Who? You know, Regeneration, David Tennant, Matt Smith, all them. What? No, I don't know. What is it? Is it, is it a film? No, Doctor Who is a television show on BBC One. Um, what happened was... Uh, don't know it. Matt, Matt Smith was on... Um, what's it about? It's about an alien that changes into to different characters every, like, couple <sighs> of years. Sounds boring. No, it's brilliant. You should watch it on An BBC alien one. that changes into different characters every couple of years? That's slow. That is a slow it's burn. And it's great. It's good. It's good. Anyway. Right. And what was it called, uh, Doctor When? Doctor Who. Doctor mate. Who. All right, I'm going to check that out. Right. Anyway, listen. <laughs> he, uh, at the start of it, he he, he, he fish fingers and um, custard. And I always thought, what, what, that, that looks interesting. So I, I actually tried it, um, custard and fish fingers, and it's, it's actually really nice. I tell you what I had at um, Cosmo the other day for dessert. I wasn't going to have a dessert. And then I saw it, I thought, I'm so having that. <clears throat> what was it? What was it? Bananas in custard. Oh, bananas in custard. What, like it was the war? Bananas in custard, and they called it banana custard. And I went, I'm having that. And it, like was it? The mo- it was cold. I normally have it yeah. warm. It was the most bananas, banana custard. It was the most... And it, I, it re- just calling it banana custard underplays, banana custard, it underplays the fact there were actually bananas in the custard. It was incredible, Ricky, yes. unlike your pathetic phone call. 0344, <gasps> Good Doctor, Doctor Who, A, is not a real programme. B, he doesn't eat custard with fish fingers, does he? Where's, um, where's Geeky Pete? Pete, is there any truth, before I completely cut Ricky off, now, this will this will be the test to see if Pete's listening to the show, and if he's not, he's blocked. Pete, is there any truth that Doctor Who eats custard with his fish fingers? Let's see if Pete takes part, and if Pete doesn't take part, that means Pete isn't listening. That means Pete is reported um, to the police, to the authorities, for being a terrorist. And cancelled. And cancelled. Stay there, Ricky. Stay there. Let's go to Alistair. Oh, no, hang on a minute. Let's try again. If I go to... Greetings, music lovers. Oh. I'm wearing that T-shirt which says, Music is my therapy. 
What T-shirt's that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Huh? Anyway, yep. good evening. Welcome. Um, <laughs> I, um, I was in a bit flat just before the, your show started. You were in, in some what? In a flap. In a flap, okay. My TV stopped working. Oh, and the the app that I listen to you on is actually part of the TV, and it kept turning itself on and turning itself off again. Story of my life. Oh, cheeky bugger, cheeky! Oh, you cheeky son, put that way. Is how I talk to myself all the time, and I live on my own. Me too. Oh, anyway. God, we owe, God, we owe that um, weird guy, that the pervert that just, uh, sorry, that last caller, Ricky, an apology. Yeah, why? Doctor Who did have custard and fish fingers. Why did he do that? I don't know. I know he's got, like, two hearts, I didn't know he had fish fingers. I don't know why, we don't know the whys or wherefores. So, Ricky, Ricky, uh, Alex, could you get Ricky back, please? I need to, um, Ricky, don't lose that number. I need to apologise. I need to apologise. Thank you. Uh, and Pete, thank you for being a true fan. A true fan and keeping it staunch, Pete. You're one of the you're one of the greatest fans a guy could have. Thank you. Staunch. Yes, Alistair. So I just wanted to wish you good luck for tomorrow evening. Thank you, mate. Thank you very much. Um, Everyone knows we're not going to win. Because an eight-year-old has hexed us. Oh. Uh, unfortunately, I'm trying to see if it's going to be broadcast. No, it's not. Apparently. It'll be really boring. It'll be boring being there. But here's the thing: if we do lose, I'm going to stand up and go, "It's a fix." <laughs> <laughs> Matthew writes up there getting his, his award. That's ours, you son of a gun! <laughs> and the second thing was, I just wanted to say, you know, in, when you talked about last night about Peter Andre, whether he hugged people or touched people or not, yeah. whether that was a lie. When I come to your show in Birmingham in April, will you let me touch you? I'm, do you know, here's my thing. We'll see where we are in April. I'm actually thinking no. I'm actually thinking no, because I'm starting to get precautious yeah. about this corona thing. At the thing tomorrow night, I'm not going to shake hands. No. I did this. I did a recording today of a podcast with um, Ellis James and Lucy Beresford, and there were four other people there, right? And I came in and I shook everyone's hand. And Lucy came in and went, I hope you don't think I'm rude. I'm not going to shake hands because of the coronavirus. <laughs> and I thought... Yeah, yeah. And last night, when we finished and Daryl took over, he came in with some disinfectant wipes and wiped down the headphones. He probably got his own headphones. Wiped down the desk, wiped down the faders. And my initial reaction, as always is in those things, is, <laughs> what an idiot. And then I've been thinking about it all day and I thought, yeah, that actually, that's a sensible precaution. We had Lizzie Cundy in here. She just got back from Italy. Imagine Lizzie Cundy spreading it all over the place. It could be awful. So... Um, so I tried to get some disinfectant wipes today to use in the studio, and I couldn't find any. So and they said a young man from Bolton bought the whole. Yeah. Lot. <laughs> and and Daryl tried to sell me a pack for twenty five pounds. <laughs> um, so I, I'm going to see where we are in terms of the coronavirus in April, but I think possibly not, possibly not. And I hope people say take that for the way it's intended. I, you know, I've got an old mum and I've got kids, and I think this is. I actually think the coronavirus is. It, I don't think it's going to kill thousands of people in this country, but I think it's going to be a bit of a thing. I think it has to spread. It has to spread and get a bit bigger. And I would like to um, make it so that 
I can see my kids, really. So, in answer to your question, Alistair, we will see where we are in April. Okay. But I'm going to be, I'm going to reserve the right to say no. Yeah, yeah. precautious. Why not? I mean, they reckon only 1% of those who have it will pass. But, no, uh, they think it's yeah. between, no, 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 they think it's higher than that. Is it? Yeah, they. The, I've heard figures of, of between two and three percent mortality oh, rate. Whereas the flu. Let me get this right. Hang on. Uh, mortality rate of uh, coronavirus. I've been following this. I've been following this. Um, mm, oh, oh no, it's a hundred percent of people dying. No, that can't be right. <laughs> Hang on. Um, uh, 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 the fatality rate, coronavirus fatality rates vary dramatically. Okay, just give me the basic stats, you piece of trash. The samples overall, okay, okay, some estimates say 1%, some say 2.3%. So in a way, we are both right. Yeah. Um, whereas the flu is, is like 0. point something. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, um, I look forward to the show in April. Thank you, mate. We'll look forward uh, to seeing you too. I'll still enjoy it, even though I won't be able to shake your hands. Okay. Nice one. We'll wave at you from a from a distance. Oh, nice one, Alistair. Thank you as always. Uh, we need to. Uh, uh, Ricky, I would like to offer you the humblest, the humblest of yeah. apologies. I was a piece of trash, and you are a god. You are not worthy. Yes. I am not worthy of licking um, the um, toe jam from between your toes. I am sorry. Yes, <laughs> yes, my hot, my geeky, idiotic Doctor Who fans um, uh, who yes, are the yes. scum of the, this show have, have said that you're right. Doctor Who does eat custards and fish feeders. Oh, I'm sorry. They all and, got my back. And you tried it. I did. It was, it was lovely. You should try it, Ian. Honestly, um, Get that fish fingers down your throat and custard. Cold custard, cold fish fingers. It can't be hot. That sounded like a threat. Get that fish finger down your throat. Get those fishy fingers down your throat, Ian. Ricky, you are a very, very d depraved human being, but I still apologise. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio.